Jamaica is gonna need an extra two years to bring the country's debt to sustainable levels, all because of this pandemic. But why is it so important to bring our debt down and what's in it for me? Today I'm joined by Deputy Financial Secretary in the Economic Management Division of the Ministry of Finance and the Public Service, Diane Black. The Ministry of Finance, in collaboration with Kalila Reynolds Media, present What's in it for me? Follow at MOF Jamaica on social media. Uh, hi, Diane. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Kalila. Um, you're welcome. It's nice joining you, too. So today we're talking about debt reduction, which is always, this has been an issue for Jamaica for decades now, hasn't it? But we finally yes. started turning the curve and bringing our debt down and then COVID hit. So what has been the impact on Jamaica's debt reduction targets? Well, in terms of um, the impact of COVID on the debt reduction target, we have had to extend the timeline for reaching our debt target of 60% of GDP. The original timeline was to me, the 60% of GDP by end 25-26. But based on the impact of the, the pandemic, we have had to suspend that particular requirement under our fiscal rules, which are currently in place, to extend the target to meet that timeline by end fiscal year 27-28. So two years that has been extended by. Correct. And what does this do to our debt? So does our debt increase over that time? Or just explain how that works. Okay, our, our nominal debt may increase over that time, yes. But in particular, as you would appreciate the ratio. Before you go any further, explain what is nominal debt. Okay, so the nominal debt is the debt stock in terms of the amount that is owed by the country. So currently the debt stock is a little over two trillion Jamaican dollars. So nominal debt would be the dollar amount. Okay. Right, the dollar amount. That's the nominal debt. No, and then you have the debt to GDP ratio, which the nominal debt is the numerator, and then the gross domestic product, the GDP is the denominator. Okay. Right. So the nominal debt we expect may increase a little or it may stay just about the same. But the problem is, and one of the problems is the GDP, the gross domestic product. If you have been following lately, you would have realized that for this year, we expect to have a contraction in the economy of about somewhere in the region of 7.9 to 8%. Mm -hmm. So based on that, the numerator gets lower, the denominator stays the same or gets, gets higher, the ratio would get higher. Okay. Right? So let's so, just walk this through for everybody who is new to economics and doesn't really follow it as closely as we do, Diane. So you have the debt and you said the debt is around $2 trillion. And yes. then on the other side, you have GDP. 
So GDP right. would be the total value of goods and services that the entire country produces. Huh. And that's, that's just around $2 trillion as well. So we, right. owe, we owe almost the same amount that we earn in an entire year. Correct. So if your GDP goes up, then that means the debt to GDP, the amount of debt you have versus the amount of goods and services that you produce for the year, then the debt to GDP will go down. It's just simple math. That's why you refer to the numerator and the denominator. Right, exactly, right. The, the numerator, which I refer to as the nominal debt stock, may go down a little or it may remain the same, right? Um, but because the GDP, and I'm just referring now to the, I'm, I'm talking specifically about the impact of the pandemic. So I'm referring to the current situation now. Mm -hmm. um, the GDP, however, may reduce. Not may, we expect it to reduce. And I was saying that if you have been following the PIOJ um, publications recently, you would have noted that we expect to have about a 7.98% contraction in the economy this year. So that so, just means that we're going to be producing less this year because right, so many so people have jobs, so many businesses have closed and so on. Right, correct. So we're going to be producing less this year. So we do expect the debt to GDP to increase this year over last year. But we expect to get back on track over the medium term to get back on the trajectory to get to 60% by 27 and 28. So all it yeah. means now is that when your, let's say your debt stays the same, which is what we expect to happen, but your or GDP, right, but your GDP is less, you're producing less. So where we are now, we have about the same amount of debt as we have as in GDP, as we produce. But when, the debt, but when the debt stays the same and GDP comes down, now we have more debt than we have in GDP. And that raises the ratio. Correct. And that's Correct. bad why? Um, because what that means is that the, 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 the ratio is not sustainable for one. And two, it means that there is less funds to, to spend on other areas such as social protection, infrastructure, etc. It also means because the, the debt to GDP is an indicator of a country's ability to service its debt based on what it, it produces. So the, the, the higher the debt to GDP is the, the ability or capacity of the country to service its debt is lower. So that is in itself is, is, is a bad thing when the debt to GDP um, goes higher. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's just the sustainability of the, the debt and also in relation to um, funds being available for other purposes, such as social protection, infrastructure, et cetera. Right. So talk to me now about the primary surplus because we note that in the second supplementary estimates, which is the revised budget, the second revised budget for the year, the, the primary surplus was lowered from 3.5% to 3.1%. And right. the, primaries, the funds that are in the primary surplus, that's the money that Jamaica 
generally puts aside to pay for debt. So if we're right. putting aside less money for debt, then how are we still gonna reach our target? Right, so for this year, the primary surplus has been reduced to, to 3.1%, right? And that is why, that also is a contributing reason to the, the debt to GDP going up. But in the upcoming years, we expect to raise back, increase the primary surplus, and that will facilitate the ratio going down because oh. more funds will be there. More funds will be available. There'll be less expenditure and more funds, for example, on CapEx and more funds will be available to bring the, the, the debt down. How, how high do you think we're gonna have to raise it? Okay, for um, in one of the years, uh, we may have to get to as high as about 8%. I think that's wow. about 2023. 20, after that, we go back down to about 5 5% 5 wow. somewhere there in order to get to the 60% by 2728. 8% is is very high one Diane, year, because one year, very high I'll tell you in a minute because that we had to put it to 8% in order to get us back on track to meet the 60% target by 2728. Mm-hmm. Now, why, why is that 8% is very high for those who don't follow it? Under the IMF program, we at one point had a primary surplus as high as 7.5%, which at the time was the highest in the world. Right. And, yes. and a lot right. of people complained locally that it was too high because when you put aside all this money for debt, then that means you have less, like you mentioned earlier, less to spend on your social programs and everything else that the government has to spend on. So 2023, we're expecting to go back to, to a higher sur primary surplus than even under the IMF program. Right, in 22-23, we expect to be at about 8.3%. Uh, so that said, there'll be um, Higher primary surplus means less capex for arguments for capital expenditure. You know what I mean by capex, mm -hmm. right? Capital right, so special projects. <laughs> right, so we have, but we have to increase it to 8.3 in order to get back on track for to be the target for 27, 28. Wow. Of GDP target for 27, 28. Wow. But after 22-23, we get back down to about 6.4%. For 23, 24. That's still high. Yeah, that's still high compared to because initially we were looking at somewhere in the, a little over 5% region and making that right across to meet the, 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 the 25, 26 target. But everything has been thrown. It's, we're not living in normal times. Right. So, right. So. Everything has been thrown off and in order to, to facilitate the various programs and the expenditure that we have this year, we had to reduce to 3.3%. Right. Okay. Well, the name of this program, Diane, is What's In It For Me? So we've been talking about all of these things, debt reduction, we've been talking about primary surplus, but for the average person watching, what's in it for them? Okay. So for the average person watching, 
um, in terms of the, let's take it from the debt reduction, uh, uh, from the debt reduction aspect in the first place. One, as I said before, if the debt goes down, you have more to spend, more resources to spend on social activities, social protection, infrastructure, you have more roads, etc. I could tell you that I recall that back in probably in the 2010, 2011, a region, the, the ratio of amount in terms of dollar out of each dollar of revenue that spent on debt services was over 100. That came down to about 70 odd percent in the, uh, I think that was about 2013. And currently we're about at 57% in terms of the amount out of each dollar of tax revenue that goes to service the debt. So based on that, you have been, you can see we're getting lower and lower, and therefore there's more, more resources are in place to spend on areas in the budget. So that, of course, would benefit the taxpayer, better roles, benefit those who are so well on society. You know, we have the whole social protection program going on. So right. of course, the debt reduction, that helps for the ordinary man. Yes. Street. yes. So in other words, we just have to make the sacrifices now so that things can be better in the future. Right. And it's not even that far in the future, another five years or so. Right, another five years. And we expect that when we get to the 60%, we can maintain or even go lower. Wouldn't you that know? be nice? Wow. Right. So that's one aspect of it. Another aspect of it, of course, are the credit ratings. Because, of course, once we, we go lower and our debt is going down, you know, our ratings go up. So we, we, one, we have a credit worthiness increase, so we are able to borrow at much lower rates on the, on the market, especially on the international capital market. And that also brings down our debt service and allows for more resources to be channeled into other areas. I'd love to see Jamaica reach that day. I do. I, I, I think you'll see. I think you'll see that. I think I think we will too. Yes, I think I will. By 2027-28. So in another in another eight years, actually. I said five earlier, but in another eight years we should be there. Right. Well, thanks for joining me today, Diane. Sure, Kalila. And thanks for having me. All right. Now here's a recap of what's in it for me. A reduction in the country's debt will make more money available for social protection programs, infrastructure, and new capital projects. Debt reduction will also improve the country's credit rating, which means that we will be able to borrow at lower interest rates, reducing our debt service, and freeing up resources for capital projects. And that's what's in it for me. I'm Kalila Reynolds. Until next time. Follow at MOF Jamaica on social media.